Hi, I'm Jonathan. And I'm Jeremy. And welcome to Inside Quotes, the show where my brother and I discuss our favorite childhood movies. This is gonna be fun. We can stay up late, swapping manly stories, and in the morning, I'm making waffles. Since we were kids, we've been obsessed with movies and have found ourselves always speaking to each other in movie quotes. To the point that we formed many inside jokes, or as we like to call them, Inside, inside quotes. quotes. That was bloody brilliant. Each episode, my brother and I will be taking turns picking a movie to rewatch, review, and relive the magic of our childhood. Mm. I know some of these words. We hope you'll join us for the ride, and maybe we'll make a few inside quotes of our own. Enjoy the show! And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. Hey, um, your name's Jeremy, right? Yeah. Where do I know you from? I've been your co-host for this podcast for the past 31 episodes. No, that's not it. <laughs> that's definitely it. Also, we're brothers. Nah, I'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. And the bass keeps running, running, and running, running, I'm like a tornado of anger swirling about. I've already made the decision that we will eat Byung Sun. I want you to play dirty, but don't get caught. I really got a feeling like we could catch fire and have a great season. Get out of your cockatoo! You gotta pummel them at all costs! The club, I have a card. You can't kick me out! The Hopi Indians called fire. Ulekla Kala Hor Nishida. Hey, the tigers look pretty good. Uh, excuse me. Don't do that with the cops. Everybody here. Let's go. Get into it. Get now, who's with me? Welcome back to episode 32 of Inside Quotes. I'm your host, Jonathan, and as always, I'm here with my brother, Jeremy. Hello! He says he's my brother. I'll take his word for it, I guess. Still figuring it out. He doesn't know who I am. <laughs> We're back here with another exciting episode. Nice toupee you got on there, Jonathan. Shut up. <laughs> this is an audio podcast for a reason. I feel like they had Byung Sun like, do a bunch of, like, uh, voiceover work because <laughs> I don't. He had the most lines out of all the kids. He did. I think he did. Yeah, Byung Sung. He. Let's face it. He. Uh, he carried this movie on his back. But before we get into that, Jeremy, what movie are we covering this week? Uh, well, today we're covering Kicking and Screaming. Woohoo! Electric in the air. <laughs> it's electric in the air. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, okay, so like I was saying, this is like the essential Will Ferrell movie that I'm allowed to show my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Will Ferrell shines. This is perfect for him. Yeah, I mean, what what other options do you have? Like uh, Elf, and he has like a small part at the end of the Lego movie. Dude, people love Elf. That's all I need to say. People love Elf. They, they do be loving it. I... Don't love it. It's it's good, but like, I mean, it's all right. Sorry, I don't want to. I don't want to offend anybody. I mean, it's all right. It's all right. Uh, no, it's like, I don't know. Will Ferrell's a little too Will Ferrell in that movie. There's not enough other characters 
in that movie, but Will Ferrell. So it's just him being Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. If you can't tell by the tone of our voices, we're not the biggest fans of Elf. We're not. It's like maybe it's just because our mom hates it. I don't think our mom really likes Will Ferrell that much. Mm. Yeah, but obviously his best movie is Talladega Nights. Is it right? What else? What else is there? I always go back to Anchorman for me. I don't care for Anchorman that much, dude. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's just not that funny to me. Don't forget his his role as Chad Michael Michaels from Blades of Glory. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Will Ferrell he, he did a run of he did a run of sports movies in the mid two thousands, starting with like Talladega yeah. Nights, Blades of which was like NASCAR, then Blades of Glory, which is ice skating. Then he did he did Kicking and Screaming, <laughs> which is a soccer movie, yeah. and then he did Semi Pro. Which was a basketball movie, and then oh wow, I think that was it. You're right. <laughs> but he was like he kept doing these sports <laughs> movies, sports comedies throughout like the mid 2000s. <laughs> this month is not Will Ferrell appreciation. It's not. Month. <laughs> it is Josh Hutcherson appreciation month, and the worst part about this movie is the very few scenes with Josh Hutcherson in it. it has like two lines, oh, right? Yeah, for for sure. He's got like yeah, two or three lines. <laughs> I really thought he was in this movie more. <laughs> I, rewatched I did it. too. Like, but it's really just his dad, <laughs> Robert Duvall. This falls into like, there's like a category of like kids movies where the movies are about the kids, but this is one where it's about the adults and the kids are just like there. Yeah, it is. You know, I think we, I think oh, yeah. the movie little giants is like that too, where it's like, it's more about a feud yeah. between the coaches than it is about the kids. I guess I'll go ahead and do the... Going to do the synopsis for the movie? The synopsis. Family man Phil Weston, a lifelong victim of his father's competitive nature, takes on a coaching duties of a kid's soccer team and soon finds that he's also taking on his father's dysfunctional way of relating. All in pursuit of the Pele ball. All in pursuit of the Pele ball, yeah. So yeah, let's let's talk about uh, Buck Barnes. Buck Barnes, not Barnes, <laughs> Buck yeah. Weston. The Winter Soldier? Barnes. Yeah, the Winter Soldier. <laughs> Soldier. <laughs> Which is now out on Disney Plus. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Almost said and Spotify, but yeah. I don't know. I've seen the first episode of it. I've, I've been told by you that the second episode of that is great. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I'll give it a shot. But Yeah, it was a little mixed on the first one, but it seems like it's getting better. I didn't realize... <laughs> I just realized now looking at the cast that I didn't realize that his dad's name was Buck and then Josh Hutcherson's name is Bucky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he still had his son Phil. <laughs> like, normally, if you name your son after you, it's your firstborn. Wow, that is. I never picked up <laughs> on that either. A slap in the face. <laughs> he like knew Phil wasn't going to be a winner. They never apparently. even draw attention to that. It's just a subtle. <laughs> hey, Bucky, Bucky. And this movie isn't doesn't have that many subtle jokes in it. To be honest, it's pretty I over know. the top. Yeah, pretty much. Um, uh, this is my first Robert Duvall movie. Yeah, probably mine too. <laughs> I even... uh, what else? Uh, is he we in? didn't grow up watching The Godfather, The Godfather, or Apocalypse Now, yeah. or any. <laughs> literally anything else he's been in <laughs> so probably his best role huh yeah i'd say so <laughs> uh there is one other movie that he was in that we have seen kids movie 
uh, secondhand lions. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's a good movie. That was a movie I think we got from the library or something. And I was like determined. Mom loved it more than we did. I was determined not to like it. I was just like, this does not look yeah. like a movie I want to watch. It's because <laughs> mom picked it up. And we were like, mom, you don't have any good taste in movies. That doesn't look like funny. Us. <laughs> oh, he was in Newsies. I forgot about that. I, I don't think you've seen Newsies. No, I haven't seen it. That's one of those that I would like to cover. And you wouldn't. Mm-hmm. That we would probably like just have a guest on. <laughs> Listeners, if 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 you like Newsies and you want to take over my podcast hosting duties for that episode, just send us a DM on Instagram. Newsies is great. I don't know what you're talking about. It's got Christian Bale. It's got uh, the dude from the Bash, one of the Bash brothers from Mighty Ducks, <laughs> Portman, and Coach Buck <laughs> from Kicking and Screaming. <laughs> Coach Buck. What else do you have to ask for? Coach of the Gladiators. I'm not on the gladiators anymore. <laughs> yeah. He traded. No, this is a good. Th- I, I think this is a great. Th- I'm that kid. <laughs> I'm the. I, that kid's me. He lives in this house. <laughs> Mom. It's like he freaks out multiple times and all she knew what to do was just to slap, slap him. him. Like that's the not the first time he's freaked out. Well, I, I wanted to talk about that. Just the whole concept of <laughs> I traded him to the to the Tigers. <laughs> he didn't even trade him. He just sent him to the Tigers. Well, that's what I was like. And he even says later, he's like, I didn't even get anything for him. And I'm like, this is a <laughs> little league soccer team. What is this like trading Grandpa, going on? Dude. <laughs> they do not have contracts. They're not getting paid. What is this? They just they just are on that team because Ooh, they live in that John. area. You know what? This movie. Has made me really want to watch a certain other soccer movie. Big Green? Shaolin Soccer. No, yeah, obviously <laughs> Big Green. That's what I was thinking. When I was watching that, I was like, man, when are we going to cover that soccer movie? Shaolin Soccer is another one. We could also do that. So, Jeremy, when was the first time you saw this movie? We didn't see this in the movies. Did Did you just buy this one? No, I was shown this movie at a friend's house. Not at a friend's house. Maybe it was, I feel like this is like one of those aftercare movies. Um, like if it was raining outside, we would go inside and watch a movie after. And I think this is one of those. Hmm. But I really remember my friend Ryan Chesson, who was really into soccer, really liking this movie. And I feel like that's the first time I watched this. I have a specific, I don't have a specific like first memory with this movie. Yeah. I just remember watching it over and over and over again. And also watching the behind the scenes. I think Elf came out and then this came out shortly afterwards. So it was like a one-two punch of like... Yeah, Elf was like 2003. Okay. There was this one-two punch of Will Ferrell making like kids' movies. And yeah, I just felt like I watched them and then I was like, they're okay. I just felt like they were like super overrated the way everyone talked about them. And I still kind of feel that way about this movie. But (laughs) I do enjoy this over Elf. But yeah, yeah, Will Ferrell yeah, does yeah. get pretty annoying at certain parts later on in, into this movie, I would say. I mean, that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> but it went over. I mean, it, it it's not. That's perfect for like kids, though, like the target demographic, mm-hmm. like. Over the top is is perfect. Yeah, I. It has a good cast, I feel like a lot of just random people. Yeah, but as adults, though, like. If we saw somebody like us, our age, acting like that, 
we would be very annoyed with him. Yeah. But like, we just think this is a funny movie as a kid, and mm-hmm. we're like, oh wow, eighty bunch of ADHD mindsets. <laughs> so here's the here's a question for you: Will Ferrell, over the course of time, as he becomes the coach, he just gets like more and more competitive, and just gets more and more crazy, <laughs> till he just like yeah, even uh, pushes uh, Mike Ditka away. Super Bowl winning coach. <laughs> but um, no smoking means no smoking. I'll throw it out the window, honey. <laughs> but do you think that's because of his dad being like this over competitive, like not good dad? Or is this the effect of coffee? Both. Both. <laughs> <laughs> this movie has a very strong coffee agenda. <laughs> Because as I, I'm currently sipping a cup of coffee right now. Mm. Um, I feel like there was a period of time, like as I got into adulthood, where I was like, "I'm not going to be a coffee drinker. I'm just, I'm just going to try and not get addicted to the stuff." I didn't drink it at all this week, actually. Weirdly, I wonder if that was influenced by this movie. I don't know. Yeah, pro- most likely subconsciously. <laughs> this is like a. They took it to the extreme. Like he ordered half calf, and he's still like, "Oh yeah." Well, I guess he started out as a gateway drug. We're, we're getting half calf. I'm, I'm sort of, I'm sort of new to coffee. <laughs> coffee. So do you? Can you sort of like get the, the get the, the the caffeinated version of it, and then the the non regular version, and the uh the the decaffeinated version, and sort of mix those together? Mm-hmm. Uh, half calf. Oh, half calf. We're getting we're getting a half calf. Half calf. Okay, he's just telling everybody. Did you recognize the coffee shop barista at all? This is very obscure. Sort of. No, I I recognized uh the guy next to him that said that had like two lines. Mm-hmm. Um, but not the guy at who, the register. I, I recognize them. I don't know who it is though. <laughs> I, so I recognize the face of like I know this guy from something. I know. And I, both of them. I recognize both of them. Well. At least the first guy, and I don't even remember his name now, but I looked it up and he, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, this is what it is. He had like a small three or four episode run on home improvement. And he was one of the kid's friends named Jason. Jason. But I don't remember which kid it was that he was like, I don't know if he was friends with Brad or if it was Mark. I don't think it was Randy. Probably Brad. I just kind of remember he would like come in and kind of like suck up to, to Tim Allen. (laughs) Okay, this is getting somewhat familiar. Now I really want to watch. Uh, Just type in Jason show. on Home Improvement and see what, what I'm doing up. right now. <laughs> I don't even. I'm know. doing that right now. He would like come in and like he must have been one Gerard of- Paul. Oh, he was one of Brad's friends. Ah, oh, dude, <laughs> it's a very obscure like. <laughs> Why do I recognize this guy? Because I looked at other the Shaggy Dog. He just looks like he would be a like a character on like a crime show, like Criminal Minds or something, <laughs> like a like the techie guy or something, you know. Other random uh, people in this movie we already mentioned Mike Ditka. I don't know why he's in this movie, but he's funny. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. In my opinion, he wasn't like that bad of an actor, actually. <laughs> Not really at all. Yeah, actually, he actually seemed pretty natural. I don't know. <laughs> I guess he's just playing himself, though. One of the coaches. Or one of the the players' dads, David Bow, not to be confused with David Bowie, but David Bow. Yes, is uh, Weird Al's co-star from UHF. From UHF. <laughs> yes, 
I remember that. Uh, the referee is Michael Bolton from Office Space. <gasps> oh, he's in Monk as well. He was in like six episodes of that. Okay, it, it, I did see that on his on his IMDb, but I didn't. I couldn't remember specifically what episodes. Mm-mm. He's just got that forgettable slash memorable, uh, rememberable face. face. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I still haven't seen a picture of him on the set of Home, Home Improvement. Improvement. It came yeah. up for me when I searched it. Oh yeah. Okay. When you when you okay when you said that, I thought I think of Home Improvement as young kids this is like later seasons yeah yeah this is like one of those bad influence friends mm-hmm. okay i remember this okay i will be watching home improvement from now on i see the kid that like gets uh <laughs> gets brad to like hold his drugs or something for him <laughs> and then he gets caught maybe with it. is that so. who he is i think so yeah he just looks like a, a bad influence I definitely remember him being like a bad influence but i'll remember him he would always like come in and like try and compliment Tim Allen on tool time or something like that. (laughs) Home improvement was the best show of the nineties. Don't even at me Seinfeld. You're not that great. All right. You're great, but you're not that great. You're no home improvement. You're not even a boy meets world. Oh man. Sorry. I just offended particularly one listener. Who is it? Call him out. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to call him out. He's our only listener. Okay. Our only three or four listeners that we have. <laughs> it's not that good. I'm sorry. Yeah, but I do want to go hang out at Chubby's after this. Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> no, Home Improvement. Best show. Best best overall TV show of all time. Oh, man. Prove me wrong. <laughs> Prove me wrong. You want me? You want me to do this? Let me do this right here. Right Name now. three other shows, period. <laughs> Name three other shows. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, yeah? Really, I you think there's a better TV show? Name three Name of their three albums. TV shows for a dollar. <laughs> Name any female. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I feel like we talked about Home Improvement on our Galaxy Quest episode a little bit. Did we? Oh, I guess we did because obviously Tim Allen. Yeah. I will talk Home Improvement anytime. Anytime. If there's a niche like home oh, improvement podcast, don't talk to me until I've had my coffee. Only fooling. I'm happy to talk anytime. <laughs> Is that Joe Para? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually watched the first episode of that first two or three episodes. Dude, watch it all. Um, that is the best. I will. That's the best show of all time, <laughs> Joe Para. I am. I'm Joe Para. It's definitely I... the best show ever to be on Adult Swim. <laughs> Oh yeah, definitely the most wholesome thing to be on Adult Swim too. Yeah, 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 for sure. But it's the most wholesome TV show. Period. Yeah, I guess Bob Ross, but not really. He's like, he's been described as Joe Pera has been described as the millennials, uh, Mister Rogers. He is. He is. Okay, but other than that, uh, I said name three. Home Improvement number one. Okay, uh, let me th- let me just name the three best TV shows. Um. Blue collar TV, <laughs> uh, Everwood. Uh, Dude, you are sick. Uh, <laughs> Billing Ball Show. Billing Ball Show. <laughs> the Jeff Foxworthy Show, The Billing Ball Show, and Blue Collar TV. I've never seen any other TV show, but those are pretty good. 
Just the, the blue um, collar Psych sitcom. Psych goes up there. Psych is up there. That's the only reason I said Everwind. I've never even seen it. <laughs> but they did that like Twin Peaks parody episode. And he's like, no yeah. one was getting his references. And it's like, what What do you watch? And they're like, we've seen every episode of Everwood. <laughs> it's like, I can work with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in all honesty, Alf, Psych, Home Improvement. I mean, those are pretty good. Those are definitely staples in our house, for sure. They're staples. They're staples. Staples when it comes to TV shows. Let's talk about this movie, you know? Kicking and Screaming, 2005. Uh, horrible parenting skills shown from both parents. Every parent in this movie is a bad parent, actually, now that I think about it. I guess Ted Mosby <laughs> yep, that's is a good parent. Random person in this movie. Although he doesn't even know that his kid needs glasses, so... I... <laughs> No, they're all bad parents. All bad parents. Let's talk about that. Because that was like, they only noticed that he needs glasses until like after he like kicks over the, the espresso maker and like comes to his senses in the very last game. And it's like, it everybody just thought that he was a bad goalie. <laughs> that's not anything that's like paid off at all. Like there's no attention on like made to like, oh, he can't like, he's not like making these saves or anything like that. It's just like a random thing at the end. Like let's give him glasses. Maybe that's why. No, there's a montage of him missing. Was there 10 shots? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I just didn't notice that. But here's my thing. If I was coach, I would have taken him out and made him like be like midfield or forward or something. And I would have put Ambrose in his goal because he doesn't even run. He just, he just walks. (laughs) Yeah. He's not a, I guess they need him for Mega Man, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like he'd, he'd thrive in the goal. Yeah. They would have been at least fifth place instead of last place at the beginning. So what are some of the quotes that we say from this movie? I feel like there's actually not that many, but we do make reference to the movie. Uh, there's a lot from Beans, Stephen Anthony Lawrence. Yeah. Uh, Avery. That's his last name. Avery. Well, that's his last name, yeah. <laughs> We're going to get killed. <laughs> they're they're going to suck. <laughs> it's like, no, you don't know that for sure. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, he's like trying to pick everyone. Oh, man, I got you good. <laughs> he's trying to like pick uh, who's going to start or whatever for the game. And he just like picks. He's like, he's like me. He's like, no, 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 not you. Like, definitely not you. not you he's like the only one left. i remember so, when he was freaking out in the car he said of all the asinine things is asinine a bad word i don't know what that means no it's not uh i always thought that was a bad word <laughs> let's search the definition of asinine extremely stupid or foolish of all the asinine things, this is by far the most asinine. It's just a funny one to say. And then I remember him saying, like, I'm like a tornado of anger <laughs> swirling about. Um, another one I remember as uh, when Buck was like, I take a vitamin every day. It's called a steak. Yeah. yeah. Like, what are you what are you talking about? <laughs> That's the one I remember. That's the one I, I do. I do quote sometimes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> the other one that I I forgot about this. Oh, I think it's the tetherball scene. Whenever uh, Will Ferrell gets like, oh, yeah. in the nuts, and he's like, "Oh, huevos rancheros." <laughs> oh yeah, 
Huevos rancheros. Anytime I hear that term, I think of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I remember when the Italians came, like, Pass It to the Italians is probably the most mm -hmm. iconic, uh, rememberable one. Yeah. Rememberable? Memorable. <laughs> uh, but also, Meat First. Yeah. They're like four foot whirling dervishes. I don't even know what a whirling dervish is, but that's what they're like. Um, I was breaking my back for you, coach, because of, for my love for the game. <laughs> <laughs> Liar. <laughs> okay. Ambrose is underrated. I love him. He's funny. Mamma mia. You're a real duffer. You're a real duffer. Huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> Prima la carne. Oh, and then one of the moms. When, I think it's Byung Sung's mom. Like, starts getting on to yeah. him in the middle of the game. He's like, "Why? Why don't you ease up on that corduroy jacket? <laughs> that corduroy jacket of yours, huh?" <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, my least favorite character in this movie is obnoxious Hummer Lady. Oh yeah, I hate her. She's a Karen. Hey, thanks for uh, saving the environment for all of us, huh? <laughs> Go hemp. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, and so the things that I think of when I think of this movie is I think of Will Ferrell freaking out in the coffee shop. And I think of uh, the, like the, the scene with the Pele ball where like he's going to get it, but then his dad steals it from him. Like evil. I got a real duffer. <laughs> but I got a real duffer, no? And, uh, and then Byung Sung, uh, his introduction where he's just sitting there and he's like hitting his knee with the cupping cup. his knee. <laughs> Please stop that. Please stop. <laughs> Looks at um, him confused and just keeps doing it. <laughs> when I said Karen a second ago, it made me think of like an old segment we did when we looked up some uh, reviews on Common Sense Media. Oh, Karen reviews. I wonder if there's any did Karen you find reviews. One? I'm looking. Yeah, while you're looking up for that, I'm going to say uh, another joke that uh, went over my head was uh, when they're all at like the, the coaching, I guess, banquet or whatever at the beginning. And they're like, he introduces Mike Dicka as his uh, assistant coach. But Buck Weston is like, oh, this ought to be good. If we live long, if we live long enough, we'll see Iron Mike and Aluminum Phil coaching the Tigers. <laughs> Aluminum Phil. Because <laughs> his nickname was Iron Mike Dicka. Yeah. Uh, that's good. But Aluminum Foil, Aluminum Phil, that's pretty good. And, you know, speaking of that, uh, I did want to introduce today's sponsor. We want to thank Phil's Pills. For sponsoring this episode of Inside Quotes, also not a that's sponsor. actually the best name. For, if your if your name is Phil, Phil, open up a vitamin shop. All right, yeah, just call it Phil's Pills. That's the greatest name for a vitamin shop. I was about to say we don't even ever see him there except for one shot where he's like crying in front of Mike yeah. Ditka at the vitamin <laughs> <Yeah>. shop. <laughs> Let's go back to the coffee shop because you said we were recognizing that one guy. Mm -hmm. Um. But if you didn't realize that Bill from Freaks and Geeks is one of the customers there. Oh, was he? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, wow. He said, oh, we're getting half-calf. And he told him that. Oh, he was that and guy? And the dude's like, wow. <laughs> like, very unimpressed. But he was also there the next time when he got kicked out. Like, he was in the background, like, watching them. Like, like there's the two workers, and then he was, like, over their shoulders. I did notice it seemed like a lot of the same people in the shop and I, it just made it seem like they filmed all the scenes in the, like the same day. 
Well, they obviously did. Just Why are they going to do that? <laughs> I, I guarantee you they filmed this movie in like under six weeks. <laughs> Probably a two-week shoot. <laughs> mm-hmm. This isn't a hard movie to. They did all the house scenes in one day. They did all the soccer scenes in two days, probably. (laughs) The meat scenes and the coffee scenes were probably the same day. Oh, I love the. (laughs) We forfeit. Run. Don't look back. That was. When they come back after butchering. That was funny. Covered in blood. They've got like the aprons (laughs) on and stuff. And that was pretty funny. Actually, I was kind of surprised by that scene. It seemed like a lot of like blood and gore for like a kid's movie. It's just meat. <laughs> the review on uh, Common Sense Media, they, they give this two out of five stars. They say, this sometimes obnoxious comedy is no elf. I disagree. I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> Although I do agree that is a, it is an obnoxious comedy, but that is what Will Ferrell does best. Yeah. All right? <laughs> um, he is the king of obnoxiousness. And he makes it funny. We're the only two people on this planet that hates elf. <laughs> We don't hate Elf. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's overrated. We don't hate it. It's overrated. It's not a Christmas staple. It's not that funny. You don't want an obnoxious comedy for Christmas. You want warm family times and heartwarming stories. <laughs> so here's, here's an adult review for Common Sense Media. Written by film buff dad. He says, a mess on and off the field. The Common Sense Media review is spot on. No, it's not. This so-called comedy might have its laughs outnumbered by shockingly poor messages. When Mike Ditka is the moral barometer, you know it's going to sink low again and again. (laughs) The side plot about coffee is, much like the rest of the movie, very forced and borderline absurd. Yeah, I don't like that. I'm not sure you can go five minutes in this film without a stereotype reinforcement or violence against kids. (laughs) My son enjoyed the soccer scenes, but we found very few laughs in general. So, parents didn't like it. Kids liked a few scenes. I feel like, like the scenes with the kids were actually all pretty funny. I wish they had more of like the kids in it. But it, like we said earlier, it's not really. It's more about the, the rivalry between Will Ferrell and his dad more than it is about the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd say yeah. so. But like the scenes with the student with the, the students with the kids are, those are pretty funny. We, yeah. we haven't really talked about his son. I always, I feel like my impression of his son, Sam, was always just like, he's not a very vanilla. Cool. He's not very cool. <laughs> he's not. Well, neither is Phil. Yeah. I like him. I, I think he was cool. Um, Honestly, I thought, I kind of thought Josh Hutcherson had more lines than Sam did in this movie, but not, it, it didn't really <laughs> turn out to be the case. Yeah. No, Josh Hutcherson is in this movie for, he, he filmed this in three hours. <laughs> total um one was see at the barbecue sam yeah and he said uh what did he say he said something at the end he said i don't normally give compliments but like it was really good or something what did he say he's like yeah and he's like i'm not trying to blow smoke in your butt (laughs) oh i'm not trying to blow smoke up your butt or something (laughs) well he He said up your butt well he says it he says it wrong i had to look at i don't i don't I'm not trying to like blow smoke up my butt. Up my butt. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he tries to correct him. He's like, he said, just, just take the compliment, Phil. Just take the compliment, man. See you at the barbecue. <laughs> he's such a, he's so chill. Like <laughs> he's not what you think. 
he's actually <laughs> his, his seems like would be... a good kid compared to who his dad is. I mean, yeah, he is. It's always funny. I, I also thought it was like, so the fact that he's like Phil's brother, I thought was like played up more in the movie, but it, it's yeah. not really. I, for some reason, I remember there Which being like, the beginning, pretty much. I thought there was like actually lines about it, like him calling him his brother or something like that, but not really. Saying like Uncle Bucky. I think he said that as like trash talk to Sam on the Yeah, yeah. That is the most power. Like if you if you were an uncle at age nine, <laughs> ten. Yeah. Oh wait, no, they're eleven. I remember they're eleven. Yeah. I'm in pretty between... bad shape for eleven. <laughs> you had to be between the ages of ten and twelve to play in the league, it said that. Yeah. So I just thought of another scene is when they're having like when he has the team over to his house and they're camping in the background in the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like saying all this stuff and Sam is like, Dad, you're being weird again. <laughs> but the best part was just like, and uh I think we've we've already decided that if we run out of food, we're going to eat Byung Sun. Young Sun. <laughs> I think we can all agree that he'll be the tastiest, right? <laughs> he just like picks up his chair and like backs away from the circle. <laughs> Byung Sun carries this movie. I'm sorry, man. He's, he's this is so great. Smart. He's the funniest one. <laughs> Between him and Forrest Avery, aka Beans. Yeah. I think they're the best. <laughs> what one scene that I thought was actually it was very obnoxious but very funny was the tetherball scene. <laughs> yeah i love all the huge welts on his it looks exactly. like polka dot he just like gets into it and he's like all sweaty and then like he takes off his shirt and then he like yeah he like dumps an entire cool cooler of gatorade on him and yeah he's got all the welt massive welts on his back and chest and that was that was good obnoxiousness there i feel like the coffee stuff him like like going off in the in the coffee shop that's like annoying but yeah, that's, scene, that, that whole was, that was funny. Although, I okay. So, John, that brings me to this one point. Um, in certain movies, you learn you learn words for the first time, right? Like you grow your vocabulary asinine. from that. I, I asinine, and the other one was uh, aroma. I didn't know what aroma was, and okay. I remember asking. I think I think I remember asking Dad what a haunting aroma was, and I was like. He said it was like a, a good smell or something. And I was like, oh, wow. So I remember using the term aroma into in second grade <laughs> a lot, thinking I was very smart and used a, I have a particularly experienced, extensional, uh, extensive vocabulary. But I remember, I remember learning what aroma meant in this movie. That's a good memory, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is that haunting aroma? <laughs> How do you say pizza in Italian? Pizza. Pizza. How do you say spaghetti? Spaghetti. <laughs> Italian's easy. <laughs> a lot of this is just like every line that Phil did was improv. There's no way there's a script. Yeah, definitely. That it definitely seemed like there was a lot of improv going on. You're different but better. How why are they better? A little early to be playing favorites, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that guy. That guy's a horrible father too. He was like his one excuse for not coaching was yeah i've been laid off for seven months uh really hard to just even get out of bed in the morning (laughs) (laughs) could could you see yourself like uh coaching like a kid's uh sports team oh yeah dream i would love to do that 
mainly soccer. I wouldn't I wouldn't coach anything else though. Yeah. I think soccer was our sport growing up. Yeah, mostly. That was always what, my favorite. What, yeah, that's my favorite for sure. <clears throat> because we went to like a small school, we got to play like sports. Everything. Play. Well, there the were sports. no tryouts. It was called sign up. <laughs> yeah. Very, Actually, no. There were tryouts. It, there were tryouts. no. There were tryouts. Only a few years were there ever people that like didn't make the team. Most of the time, everyone yeah. just made the team. But I remember not making the team one year. Oh yeah. Uh, the basketball team. I didn't make the basketball team. Hmm. And then I made it the next year, and I was really happy and very accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> but I was gonna say the only one I ever cared about, well, the one I cared about the most, was soccer. When I went, when I went to, I went to another small school with the same name, and I remember you. All you had to do was sign up and pay, and you made the team. And I was like, "Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's not fair." But uh, I remember being pretty good at soccer. No, I I did. I made basketball every year. I didn't make volleyball, and I was like, "Come on, this is a girl's sport." But I'm also really good at this. <laughs> I think I don't think the the teacher liked me very much. Oh yeah. I think I know which teacher that was. Guess who? <laughs> <laughs> I had a specific fifth grade teacher who didn't like me at all and made me sit by her. She like put my assigned seat next to her desk because apparently I was a problem child who got bullied. I believe it. I was not a problem child. <laughs> I was just bad at math because I couldn't see the board because I was in the back of the classroom. Mm. Uh, whatever. I think fifth grade was um, the year that I, I finally gave in and was like, I think I need glasses. I can't see the board. I'm tired of yeah. Me too. Me too. (laughs) And I would only wear my glasses like to see in class, and then I'd always take them off, like (laughs) yeah, if I wasn't in class because I didn't want to wear them. I was never ashamed of my glasses. I always liked them. I was never called four eyes or nothing, nothing like that. Um, Jonathan, were you what position did you normally play in soccer? Forward. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean that was my main position. I I did. Every now and then I'd get... Were you a big goal scorer? Yeah. How many goals did you remember scoring? Like at least 28 a game. Uh-uh. No, I did I did score quite a bit. I usually scored each each game, but it, it kind of depended because... Really? It, it depended. Like certain years were better than others because certain certain years had like... Like I specifically remember my seventh grade year, the group of kids that were like in the grade above me that were playing mm-hmm. would like were better than me <laughs> and they like yeah. had the ball most of the time. <laughs> so I didn't actually score that much. I feel like, um, I think being the fat kid, <laughs> I was a fat, I was a chubby kid in middle school and in sixth grade, I was placed as a defender. Yep. And I ended up playing goalie for half the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, because our goalie stopped or, or couldn't, I don't know, uh, maybe he got sick or something. And I started playing goalie halfway through, and I ended up really liking it. Um, but I always wanted to be forward, and I only scored one goal in my sixth grade season. Hmm. That's because uh, JP was like, yo, we need to get Jeremy up here. He's actually not bad. <laughs> and I was like, I'm chubby, but I'm quick. <laughs> I had, I'm pretty good. I'm not going to, I'm bragging here, but like I'm decent at like ball control mm-hmm. um, and I can score, but everybody puts the big people in in defense. I don't know why. Cause I can boot but it. I was not that good at defense, get it out of there. but I was pretty, I was pretty good at uh, 
I wasn't good at running, so I couldn't do midfield. <laughs> yeah. But I was I ended up being pretty good at goalie. And then in seventh grade, I went back to defense. And then in eighth grade, I was the starting goalie. And I remember getting hit in the face a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> in practice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I was always up forward unless we were like if we were winning by quite a bit. I do I do remember like I would actually ask to be put in goal because I actually kind of liked yeah. it some. Yeah, I would play. It was fun. I would play defend defending too. Um, if we were winning by a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I do remember like being put in goal a few times. I wasn't. I actually wasn't bad at it, but out. I'm not a defenseman. I'm a scorer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as uh, Charlie Conway would say. I mean, all the popular kids got to be forwards, even if they weren't good. Mm-hmm. So that's what sucked. But I remember. Uh, so I wasn't one of the popular kids, but sports soccer was my sport for sure. I was, I was yeah, you were good at, at soccer. Naturally, since our older brother, like if we had to choose a sport for our family, it would be soccer. Like we all played it. Um, mm-hmm. But I do vividly remember my first ever goal, and that was great because I got put up to. It was just me and JP at the front, and he passed it to me. Mm-hmm. What a nice guy. He'd already scored like scored like three goals at the time, and it was the end of the game. So, hey, coach, put Jeremy in. We can't lose now. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I remember um, scoring. It was awesome. My um, is that a good like tag team person? Because it was always me and and my friend Matt from FCA. We were always like, yeah, we were always the forwards. And we always worked really good together in soccer. And I think I do remember That's that really good. that year in seventh grade, they like split us up for some reason. <laughs> they put me with someone else, and like I did not. We just didn't click. And so, man, I guess I had decent chemistry with JP, but not like not enough to be a forward. Because <laughs> we had we had kids playing like league soccer on our team, as well as yeah. So. And we never got to do that because we were in Boy Scouts. <laughs> I feel like like the competitive soccer stuff wasn't as popular in our friend groups. It was all about like everyone played little league and stuff. At least in yeah. my like grade and kind of the grades of pony it all, baseball. It was all baseball. <laughs> everyone played baseball and I yeah. didn't. So <laughs> everybody played soccer in my class. I always wanted to, but it was like five hundred bucks per season. Here's a question: Did you? Did you have like the same number that you would like use for sports every year? Do you have like a lucky yeah. sports number? 14. 14? Yeah, but it switched to 42 because I watched uh, <laughs> Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. I thought I was the funniest kid ever. <laughs> um, I didn't have it every year, but mine was 33. Yeah. And uh, I still actually Scotty have... Pippen. <laughs> I... What? Scotty Pippen? <laughs> yeah. I didn't that's think why. about that. Maybe that was subconsciously why. I don't know. I, I think that's why. I, I, no, I legit <laughs> think I got 33, like my first, one of my first years. Yeah. And then I just, I kept using it. Um, I actually, I have my old FCA soccer jersey. Really? The maroon one? Yeah, the maroon one. Because Ooh. they, uh, when they got new uniforms, I don't know. I feel like they were just going to get rid of them or something. And because like, yeah. Our mom worked at the school. I was just like, hey, do you want a jersey? And so I, I went and got my old jersey. I don't remember when that was. But... Nice. Yeah. Those are Umbros too, right? Mm-hmm. Umbros, Still got underrated uh, soccer brand. 
I I think we had to buy them every year. I think they switched to doing that, and I ended up. I don't know if I still have mine or not. Oh, really? Maybe not. Hmm. But I think we ended up buying them one year. But they were like sports for every single sport. Like we wore them for every single sport, like volleyball, basketball. They were like short sleeves. They weren't even like basketball jerseys. <laughs> I I just um, remember because uh, when we were at, you know, at our we only played at school school sports, and yeah. that didn't start till fourth grade. So I just remember being like, I just can't wait for fourth grade so I can like start start playing. I know so it was like this huge I thing when we actually got to play there. golf first. Oh, did they? Yeah. Yeah. I think they let us play golf in second grade. Yeah, they didn't have golf when I was in second grade, but because I, I started I in third golf. grade, yeah. and you were there. Yeah, we used to be on the golf team, dude. I was yeah. never good, but <laughs> well, we'll, yeah. we'll save our golf talk for when we talk uh, greatest I game ever played. I specifically remember being mad. Oh yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, I I remember being mad because I was in third grade when I first started golf, but it used to be fourth grade, and I was like. Yeah, like I'm happy I get to start in third grade, but like these second graders now are allowed to play, and I had to. I wasted a whole year. I could have been on golf. Yeah, <laughs> those classic propels slash uh, French onion sun chips. Mm. <laughs> mm. Those hit just right after you played. I just did. Played a, like a nine rounds or nine nine holes of golf. It's nine like, holes. It's like five thirty. Yeah. You go to the the golf shop. <laughs> And uh, yeah, get the sun chips and the propel right before dinner, and then garden salsa came out as a flavor, and we were like, "What? <laughs> when is the last time you ate a bag of sun chips, dude? <laughs> I don't think I have." They used to have them at the vending machine at my old job, so I used to get them there yeah. sometimes because I would work late, okay. and so I'd I'd get hungry. <laughs> I'd go get I'd go get like I don't chips remember soda. eating sun chips. I don't think I've had them since high school at least. There was um there was this one scout. It was before you it was when I was a new scout and I was in his patrol and he had like very specific things about this is what we need to eat. Mm-hmm. Like oh, yeah. whoever gets the food, this is what we're eating. And it was always Cape Cod chips. It, it was sun chips. He always oh. had a bag of sun chips. That was the first time I even heard of them. Like we never bought them. It's like these are the best chips. No other chip will do. This is what we need. We weren't much of a chip family. Yeah. Now that I think about it, we didn't have many chips. The other thing was I don't know why Texas toast. This is another thing that we never bought. Oh yeah. And then blue Powerade mix, which we didn't. Blue buy Powerade either. mix. We had Gatorade mix. And then, uh, uh, and oh, then sun- grocery shopping for the patrol campouts. Oh my goodness. Sunday mornings on a campout was always like we're packing up so we don't have time for real breakfast. So you have to get pop tarts. So it was like the wild or nutri grain bars, wild berry pop tarts. Yeah. That was the specific. Wow. We had different, we were in different patrols. So we had different culinary I- items. Well, I mean, I remember patrols, Joshua Judge. Patrols change over time because we had different standards as, as things went, went on. The only standard that really stood was uh, our troop drink, and that was IBC cream soda. Yes. <clears throat> Always had to have that. Now, um, the Jaguar Patrol, I can still tell you what, what our menu was every time. It was okay. on, on, a, on, a, on a Saturday, we'd always get eggs, little Smokies. Eggs, little Smokies. Um, <laughs> maybe bacon. Little Smokies was the Boy Scout food. <laughs> but it was always eggs and, and little Smokies. 
Um, and then, and then we we always brought we always got stuff lunch meat to make sandwiches uh, like Cuban sandwich mm-hmm. or subs, subs specifically subs. subs yeah specifically subs subs for Saturday <laughs> afternoon and then in the evening it was always spaghetti <laughs> uh, we would always have like like Daniel like Mr. Fight or like uh, Mr. Duff want to like break out the Dutch oven <laughs> so he would like join in on one of us like a breakfast or something and he make i'll make a dutch oven meal <laughs> i never i never understood the dutch oven hype <laughs> makes not very good uh, <laughs> did we he made biscuits like blueberry cobbler one time it was always it was like really a good. cobbler or something and it was like not that good i feel like peach co- oh peach cobbler was so gross <laughs> you just put like a can peaches and then like the the biscuit canned biscuits on top <laughs> So yeah, we would or we specifically had to have Cape Cod kettle cooked chips, and that, I think that was a Joshua Judge putting his foot down type thing. <laughs> uh, we had Cape Cod chips. We always have little Smokies. Um, we wouldn't have spaghetti ever, but we'd definitely make subs. That was an easy lunch. Uh, eggs, bacon, little Smokies. I can't go camping now without having little Smokies. Yeah, ever. Remember one time before I knew how to cook, I didn't know how to, how to like cook meat, <laughs> and I didn't cook burgers all the way. They were like super rare. <laughs> oh yeah, and everyone was like, "Yeah, you need to cook those again." <laughs> and then another time, I made uh, meatballs, like those grape jelly barbecue meatballs mm-hmm. that Aunt Dorothy makes. Oh yeah, I, I gave the whole troop food poisoning because <laughs> <laughs> they did not, they were not cooked. <laughs> And then I learned how to cook meat, but it's like you just stirred around for a couple minutes, right? There, there was one camp out. Um, we went up to Trenton, and mm, we got camp out. We got all I know is there ended up only being three of us in the patrol, and we bought enough food for like five or yeah. six, possibly. <laughs> in terms of like, because we had planned on making burgers. So there was a ton mm-hmm. of like ground beef. And so we had these, <laughs> we were just going to make, we, we talked about it. Like we're just going to make these monster Trenton burgers, like these huge burgers. For <laughs> like a pound each. <laughs> it was they were huge and they were not cooked all the way because they were so big, but we didn't, eat <laughs> they were definitely like rare though, <laughs> but that was like <laughs> gross. <laughs> we talked about those. It, I feel like it was good. I don't know. But it was like still like one of those like memories like talking about. <laughs> you remember when we made the Trenton burgers? <laughs> I don't remember how we got on to talking about food at campouts, but I don't know, especially scout food. I don't know. <laughs> also, the foil packs, classic foil packs. hobo meals, <laughs> overrated but still good. <laughs> Banana, chocolate, and marshmallows. Foil packs, those are those are awesome. One time, Mister Fight, Mister Fight would always make like desserts, yeah, for us. And this one time, we were camping, and he brought a bunch of oranges, and he was like, "Help us!" We cut the tops off and scooped them out, and then we put vanilla cake mix in it, and then we wrapped it in foil and put it in the fire. It was really good. It was like an orange cake. Mister Fight just ate it out of the orange. He, I felt like he liked to eat good on campouts. Like he didn't just oh, like yeah. try and just like. Oh, let's uh, just survive, you know, and just have yeah. rations. 
Um, <laughs> he was just like, I remember we, we went hiking in uh, an Appalachian trail um, as a troop. And like mm-hmm. for the first night he brought like New York strip steak. <laughs> like, um, to cook. Oh, I, I got you one. I got you one better. Yeah. Um, this one time we went hiking at scout park, not hiking, camping at scout park. Mm. And it was just like pretty much just the older scouts that decided to go this time. I don't know why the younger scouts didn't go, but, um, we had one of the leaders like picked us up porterhouse steaks. Nice. Porterhouse steaks. (laughs) And they were thick. It was the biggest steak I've ever had. And I guess he just wanted to treat us or something. We just, we just grilled him over the fire. It was awesome. Jeremy, I have a vitamin every day. It's called a steak. Hey, full circle. Full <laughs> circle right there, yeah? Perfect. Do we have anything else to say or or do you want to wrap it up? I think we can wrap it up. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a pretty cliched uh, story overall. Kind of an underdog team comes back and this makes is the, the win. This is probably the best underdog movie, and there's a movie about an underdog. Called Super Underdog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a good underdog movie for sure. He takes the worst team in the league and makes them the best. And uh, at the end, Wolfrell gets the Pele ball. That's what it was all about. He does. He does. But then get he the gets the Pele ball. <laughs> what do you think of that? Do you think he could have given that back? Yeah, I don't think he needed to care about it as much. He's like, it means more to you than it does me. At the same time, I would have been like, even though our, even though our relationship is ruined because <laughs> of it, <laughs> it's like. I don't know. I don't need it. I feel like it's unhealthy for you to have an obsession about it. So maybe I should keep it. <laughs> I would have popped it right in front of him and burned it. It's probably worth a lot of money, actually. Probably. Also, like, <laughs> you don't. Everybody goes to a baseball game and you catch a baseball, but nobody ever catches a soccer ball. <laughs> I wonder if that's you know, like as far as like soccer around the world. Is that even a tradition where like people will keep the ball or they like ask it for it back? Because like a baseball is know. like a lot. It's not as much as like a soccer ball costs, especially like a professional soccer ball. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I Also, there's like nets. True. <laughs> that yeah. catch the balls now. But there's one more thing we need to mention here. Okay. I mean, what is probably the most epic scene of this movie, right? It's the showdown between Sam and Bucky, right? Oh yeah. I mean like epic scene. <laughs> the most simple soccer trick to ever be invented. Here's something my dad never taught you. <laughs> I remember trying to learn that and I was like, I learned it in five minutes. <laughs> Sam, you're not that athletic. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was too epic for you. Meanwhile, like the Italians, Massimo and Gian Pero, are like balling it up like they're doing random like rainbow in their bicycle kicks they're biking it across the field man they were doing some skilled stuff like they were really good that's basically like the main like josh hutcherson line it's like what does he say yeah pretty much i remember him saying like you're not getting past good old uncle buck yeah uncle bucky (laughs) that's the thing he's like we already mentioned it but he's like he's actually like He's not like a bad kid or nothing. He's just like, oh, I'll see you later. That yeah. was fun. I'm just here to play. <laughs> well, he has nothing to complain about, really. Yeah. Sam's a good kid, too. Like, he's he's not even, like, reacting. He's disappointed that he got traded, but he's not like, I would be pissed off if my grandpa traded me. <laughs> I know. It's like, 
I would have just quit soccer. Does he not love me? That's <laughs> dramatic. <laughs> One, you're benched by your own grandpa. Yeah. I don't it's know. Tough. It's tough. Whatever. But I guess that brings our, our Josh Hutcherson coverage for this month to an end. Unfortunately. Uh, no more Josh Hutcherson movies. I mean. For the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we'll cover some more Josh Hutcherson movies in the future, but we wanted to give him a special appreciation month here on Inside Clothes. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad we did it. Glad we did it. I think we need to have some more appreciation months for random people. <laughs> Maybe a Shia. We'll see. Maybe some Shia LaBeouf. John Heater. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm liking all these. Some good... Good under. Oh, I think we need to transition into a Beans Appreciation Month. Although the Diedrich Bader and John Heater overlaps specifically with Napoleon yeah. and Surf's Up that we already covered, so I don't know about That's that. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and Shia is in Surf's Up as well. Yeah, yeah. So, Jonathan, next week it'll be your turn to choose what movie we're covering. So I'm gonna go ahead and let you choose. Yep. Um. So. I'm pretty sure this is a movie I asked for to get in my Easter basket one year. I think that <laughs> I think that lines up pretty well with the timing of this next week's episode. So okay. uh, here's a clip. Soaked his underwear in meat. That is so wrong. Funny, but wrong. Now, who was? the mastermind in the meat-soaking plot against Hank. You were the masterminds. Step back, please. Beep. 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 going to cost everyone a month's allowance. Yeah. Do you want to make it too? Our show art was done by Bryce Bridgman, and you can find him on Instagram at GroovyBridge. And if you need any graphic design or show art or any artworks done by him, hit him up. Um, and then if you want to find us on Instagram, if you have any suggestions for future episodes or just general comments, Go ahead and send us a message on InsideQuotesCast at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at InsideQuotesCast. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to leave a review. Leave us five stars and we'll give you the Pele ball. Good one. Just keep passing to the Italians, guys. And until next week, I'm Jeremy. I'm Jonathan. And we've got balls and vitamins, but mainly balls.